Hi there. Welcome to episode 104 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. There's a new Paper Mario on the horizon, so what better time to travel back to the beginnings of Mario's RPG career? Beware of sentient swords, because tonight we listen to the music of Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I am uh, very excited to to listen to this soundtrack, and uh, it's pretty fun. We totally planned this, right? Like, yep. there was a new Paper Mario announcement, and then we're going to do Mario RPG. Yeah, totally. Uh, yep, you couldn't have it. couldn't have done it better. Nobody That's better right. than us. <laughs> now, this was we had planned <laughs> to do this anyway, and then the Paper Mario announcement kind of made this a little bit more relevant uh not that this game needs to be relevant right no, i mean not at all ah uh, boy uh, narrowing it down to tracks to listen to was <laughs> kind of hard uh we're doing two episodes so there's uh you know, there's gonna be more tracks next week than this week because we have a little bit more chatting in this time around and some of the tracks are longer but you know this whole soundtrack is so good there's not a bad song on the entire soundtrack. It's a, a couple of folks uh, said that over on our Facebook page. Uh, um, we were, uh, I was asking people if they had any interest in, uh, you know, what, what tracks should we listen to? What would you like to hear over on our, our Facebook page and our Discord chat? And uh, uh, Matt Flamger and Katie Bell both were just like, they're, all of them. <laughs> there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no bad ones to choose from, and they're both right. It's, just press play. Yeah, exactly. Just press play. But unfortunately, we don't have all that much time because uh, we are still two people who need to sleep and eat and, and, and do those kinds of things. So we're gonna we're gonna go through and, and pick the songs that we picked. And I think uh, I think we've got a really strong lineup representative of some of the best of uh, what this game has to offer. So let's get started, shall we? Shall we? All right, Matt. Hit us with some history. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars was released in March 1996 in Japan and just two months later in North America. At the time, this amazing alliance between Squaresoft and Nintendo put the platforming star in an RPG setting for the very first time, trading his traditional side-scrolling running and jumping for turn-based RPG combat. Not that the platforming was gone altogether. In fact, the game rather brilliantly combines many aspects of Mario's previous adventures into the game, both in regular traversal and introducing timed button presses into turn-based combat itself. The game earned a stellar reputation right off the bat, but has sadly never gotten a proper sequel. Paper Mario was originally planned as Super Mario RPG 2, but Square wasn't involved and it wound up going its own way. As such, characters like Mallow, Gino, Boshi, Booster, and the like were rarely, if ever, seen again. The game's soundtrack was composed by Yoko Shimomura. You've heard her name on this show before, and that's because she's one of the most accomplished composers on the planet. She wrote music for Street Fighter 2, the entire Mario and Luigi franchise, Legend of Mana, contributed to games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the Kingdom Hearts franchise, even recently Streets of Rage 4, and a whole lot more. She is awesome, and her music rules, and you should listen to it. <laughs> so, Matt, what is your history with this wonderful little game? Um, when this game came out... Uh, there was a group of friends of mine. I may or may not have mentioned them before on this, you know, when we talk about um, Super Nintendo games, because it's right about that time, March, we were 15, 16. We're all still, you know, we'd go to one dude's house and 
play whatever. We used to do like NBA Jam tournaments and things like that. Um, this came out, and we were so captivated by it. Uh, one friend had it, and we would like watch him play because obviously you really couldn't. You know, it was a one-player game, and we were just so captivated by how they turned like the Mario universe uh, into you know this isometric you know fighting RPG part you know the RPG part of you know and then all the other elements of it and you know it's one of those things that felt like you know there wasn't a term for it back then but now I would call it fan service it, it just felt like a great fan service for for us fans to see like this other kind of face to the Mario um, universe and you know eventually when when my friend beat it you know we swapped cartridges and stuff and you know it came into my hands and I I played the heck out of it I really loved it I love I mean I'm a big fan of um, turn-based RPGs JR, mm-hmm. JRPGs if you will um, and I just loved the skin on this one it was Mario is it it everything Mario and you know you can swap out your party and you know like like a good JRPG everyone has their strengths and their weaknesses special abilities it was just fun it was just so much fun I have such like fond memories you know hole up in my bedroom at 16 you know until 1 2 in the morning when I should have been sleeping or studying or whatever I'm you know playing this so a lot of great a lot of great memories for this one mm-hmm. same here it's weird to me to think that when this game was coming out in May of 1996, uh, the Super, uh, the Nintendo 64 was only a few months away in September. Yeah, right. Because it seems, like, it feels to me like memory-wise, when this game came out, it felt like the N64 was still so far off. But when you're that young, <laughs> that period of time does seem like you know forever. Yeah, uh, I agree completely with what you said about this. Just kind of being this interesting expansion on what the Mario universe right. was. You know, like uh, it wasn't like 3D Mario per se, like for the first time, but it, it was well moving around Mario in this top-down 3D space and visiting towns. And what does the inside of the castle really look like? It was the king, and uh, what does the princess do all the time? And was, you teamed up with Bowser. <laughs> this was the first time you teamed up with Bowser. Like, right. And then they introduced all these interesting, weird new characters, like Boshi, like the evil Yoshi and <laughs> Booster and oh my goodness there were so many fond memories of this game and as somebody who was kind of just getting into turn-based RPGs at this time because I had messed with them before but it wasn't until Chrono Trigger where I really yeah understood them and this game in particular with its uh, timed hits uh, right in, in the battle battle system that kept it so active like you were very very active the entire time uh, you were never really sitting back and watching anything happen because everything, even the the turn-based stuff, was very interactive, and that was just this complete revelation for me. And it's it's such a fun RPG to play, and you know those CG graphics were all the rage back then. After of Donkey course. Kong Country, like oh man, here's a whole game of Mario looking all CGified, and uh, <laughs> and it it still looks pretty decent today. I do wish that somebody would remaster it. Um, in HD, because wouldn't that be something special? Beautiful. Because uh, just the, the art direction in this game is so cool, and all the yeah. character designs are so weird, and this is such a, a crazy combination of 
This is Nintendo and Square, like, legit working together and making this just dream RPG. and Kind of doing what they do best. Yeah, exactly. This was this is a very much a Square RPG, but with all this Nintendo flair. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very special thing. And, uh... Ah, I had a point and I lost it. It's gone. Oh, yeah, for as good as stuff like Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi is, uh, none of it's really hit the same note as this did for me. Because this was such a unique, it was such a uniquely JRPG thing, and Paper mm-hmm. Mario was very much its own animal, uh, it, with a very distinct visual style, and then Mario and Luigi also had its own unique art style and systems and whatnot. And it wasn't Mario RPG; it wasn't isometric. It didn't have that same art direction, and it didn't have, you know, this kind of story with characters like Mallow and Gino and booster and whatnot and that's uh that's something that i sorely miss but Mm -hmm. another one of my favorite things about this game is its soundtrack which is out of this freaking world man yeah absolutely so let's get to work yes Um, please we've got uh 10 tracks on the uh, on the docket tonight as is our usual and i think we've picked some real winners here they're going to be effectively in the order that they appear in the game um uh, again, we didn't have time to hit everything, so I apologize if your favorite track get, gets skipped, but I think we uh, we came up with a pretty nice nice selection. Uh, and also, the track names are from the official soundtrack, so some of them are a little strange, because uh, the, if there was an official Japanese release of the soundtrack, and then there, I, I don't know if there's been an official American one, or if these are just like ones that are kind of like translations of what the Japanese ones were. I don't know, but regardless, there's some fun track names here. So, <laughs> Our first track is called Happy Adventure, Delightful Adventure. Uh, so this is, if I'm remembering correctly, this is kind of the opening cinematic of the game. Um, I- I'm going to be no help to you because I haven't played this game in the better part of like 15 years at least at least 15 years <laughs> i just had to give it like a quick second to listen because it's the track names that i don't really i know the songs i don't know which track names correlate to all of them mm-hmm. but yes this is the this is the the music that plays over the game's kind of like opening sequence like overture like, sort of or yeah kind of like the overture when you just sit and let it uh, go to attract mode more or less and it's this like it's a pretty hefty track, like, uh, you know, it's, it's three and a half minutes long, so I guess it's not <laughs> terribly long, but uh, it, 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 it is a wonderful little overture to kind of get yourself in the mood where they introduce the, st- the, the, the cast of characters and then uh, before you actually get to the actual story elements. So anyway, let's give it a listen. Here is Happy Adventure, Delightful Adventure from Super Mario RPG. Enjoy.
happy and delightful <laughs> I should not have laughed that hard <laughs> it wasn't that funny uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> um oh boy where to begin where to begin it's it's such a that you the, were so right when you called it an overture right this is like yeah. the thing in the beginning of a musical where they mm-hmm. start you kind of get tastes of all the like. This is a, a soundtrack sampler, you know. Pretty it much, just yeah. goes into a bunch of different songs that you're going to hear throughout the game, and it, it and it's it's really cool. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for musicals, uh, very particular ones. Um, but there is something about an overture at the vid- beginning of a video game that almost for me at least makes the game feel like it's going to be that much more epic like mm-hmm. uh, it's something where it makes me feel like even more care was put into making the game the storyline is going to be that much more uh involving and interesting character arcs you know you're going to care about some you know ups and downs for whomever or whatever um, and it just makes it feel that much more expansive and, and and the journey that you're about to go on is going to be like, you know, I feel like, oh, this is going to be good, guys. Like, this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? And so like, oh, yeah, like and, and I feel that I certainly feel that way with with Super Mario RPG. Like there are some um, RPGs that I played in the past that have 
you know, for me, I, I thought like, oh, this is going to be good. It's gonna be, you know, there's a lot of going on or what have you. Um, and then, you know, you get to the end. You're like, that was kind of unmemorable. And, um, you know, it's fairly disappointing. And I feel that when a game has an overture, it's telling me like, no, 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 no. Trust me. It's, we're not going to disappoint you. Trust me. <laughs> and this game most certainly did not disappoint. There are so many memorable moments throughout this, this whole game. Uh, and it was very, it, this did such a great job of setting the tone because it is, it is delightful. It is happy. Uh, it's lighthearted because this adventure is going to be a goofy Mario adventure with uh, RPG flares. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's singing tadpoles and uh, <laughs> yeah. a cloud who thinks he's a frog. Like, there's a couple of, like, vaguely serious elements to it. But at the end of the day, it's a goofy Mario adventure with just the right level of dread with that little bit of, you know, the, the, the tone change right at the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's perfect. It's a it's such a great way to open things up. And uh, usually, whenever I try to start a, a playthrough of this game, I'll watch that whole overture once, just because it's super cool. And it's not like spoilery per se. It does show you a bunch of the cool things you'll do in the game. But if you don't have any context, you're seeing it for the first time. It's like, wow, I can't wait to get to there and see what this is all about. And it's it's just fantastic. So. Oh yeah, and then I'm I'm glad you kind of mentioned the the change at the end, that trail off slash sinister slash the journey begins is just perfect. It yeah. is just so, like it's the perfect musical punctuation to everything that's happened prior to it, and it's the perfect punct- musical punctuation anticipation for what's about to come. Exactly. So let's move on. The next track is uh, some good old-fashioned menu music. And you know me, I like me a good menu song. You uh, do? And, and this is a great one. This is for f- selecting your file and uh, you know naming your character to begin with and all that stuff. Uh, it's called Let's Try, and it's a delightful play on uh, the classic Koji Kondo Super Mario Brothers theme. So let's give it a listen. Here is Let's Try. Enjoy. <laughs> What a wonderful little song. It um it really encapsulates I think the overall uh feel and theme of Super Mario mm-hmm. just like up to that point. And then even moving forward with games like Galaxy and and Paper and stuff. Just this like wholesome, you know, I I think I mentioned I forget what episode we were talking about and I mentioned how like Nintendo's just good old-fashioned wholesome entertainment and um that's like the theme song to good old-fashioned wholesome entertainment Mm -hmm. um but in you know in typical um mario fashion which is to say typical 
uh, Koji Kondo fashion. So just a, a and it and it, you know we only played a minute of it, but I feel like I could sat I could have sat at that menu screen six seven eight days and let that <laughs> let that play. But but all jokes aside, like it's such, it's just such a sweet little piece of music. Like it is. It's very laid back too. It it also yeah. does a very good job of kind of rem- putting you back in the state of mind uh even after that little bit of a da, 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 at the end of the last one just no this game is totally chill man it's yeah <laughs> this game's chill like there's gonna be exciting stuff there's gonna be whatever but this is this game the tone is chill and it's one of the things i love so much about it so anyway, uh, you start the game, uh, and the princess has been kidnapped, so everyone assumes it's Bowser, because it is, and uh, <laughs> you go to Bowser's castle, and there's uh, uh, you, you fight some Koopa Troopers and whatnot, and then you get to the fight against Bowser, which is going to be our third track. Uh, I like this track a whole lot, because it is a play on the uh, Bowser battle music from Super Mario Bros. 3, uh, which I think is really cool. So let's give it a listen. This is Fight Against Bowser. Enjoy. against bowser with some kick and percussion i must say oh absolutely i love that track um did you say it was a play on mario 3 or what is it direct because i sometimes can't tell it is i mean it's the same song but it's obviously a a, a pretty different arrangement of it mm-hmm. okay. um i mean because i get the same vibe out of it and some like i said sometimes i can't tell when something's like a direct remake or oh this took inspiration well it's um the uh the the um let's see how how do i how do i make this work oh okay so it's a, it's far more bongo heavy uh and it's also an nes song so uh it it's been updated. Not that this one also kind of played on that very chip y sound, you know? It wasn't doing the JRPG square strings kind of stuff that they're known for. Right. Uh, but it does have a, a very different kind of feel with the percussion. Uh, so well, that's why I kind of figured it was kind of more of a take. This is a, mm-hmm. similar to the last track, as this was uh, Yoko Shimomura doing a take on the Super Mario Brothers theme in a very chill menu kind of way. This was her doing a... Uh, kind of a different uh percussive take on the king koopa theme from super Mario Bros. 3 well you know you just mentioned you know something about square and their use of strings for the jrpgs and stuff uh, you know I, I and i think this almost goes without saying but i don't feel like i ever have much to say on the show um <laughs> so i'll say this um i feel as though if square took the approach that they were just making like another whatever jrpg um it wouldn't be the same game 
it would be a Mario skin, but it wouldn't feel the same. You know, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I always go on about the music, cover art, in-game graphics. Like, it's a whole package. You're not just... Yeah, some people can play a game and, you know, not pay attention to certain aspects of it or whatever. But when something really lines up, it really lines up. And I think if they had gone the typical square route and said, now we're just going to, you know, do our thing. It, I don't know that it would have been... I don't know. The, I don't even know if cult is the right word, but I don't think it would have as much success as it did. No, and, and that kind of general feeling really went into every aspect of this game. Like, this is this is exactly what's on the tin. This is a Super Mario yeah. <laughs> RPG. Like, yeah, it is yeah. a mashup of those two types of games, and uh, some of my favorite music in the game, some of, not definitely not all of, but some of my yeah. favorite songs in the game are ones that really work as mashups of Mario tunes. Uh, for example, the next track, uh, Super Pipe House. This is the music that plays at Mario's house, which is pretty cool that you get to see Mario's house in this game. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mario's bed and him get, him get his overalls on and whatnot. Um, but this song is so delightful because it is, uh, at first glance, it seems like it's just a really cool, chill version of the Super Mario Brothers theme, similar to Let's Try but it also incorporates the grassland map music from Super Mario Bros. 3, um, which is your uh, kind of like where it starts. Like, that's really incorporated into the song throughout, throughout, and that's a really cool nod that's a little bit more subtle if you don't immediately recognize that's what those notes are, so... Anyway, I say let's go ahead and listen to it, not to cut our discussions of how cool the fight against Bowser is short, but you know, <laughs> that song is awesome, uh, but so is this one. So let's give it a listen. Here is Super Pipe House from Super Mario RPG. Enjoy. <laughs> that just puts such a smile on my face uh it's it's oh boy i'm a sucker for good accordion i love me a good accordion and that it's kind of playing that grassland theme on the accordion underneath these kind of whistles and everything that are playing the mario the, the the main mario theme is great it's great 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 
<laughs> on top of that is when you really listen closely, it's something that seems very easy to overlook because it blends in so well, is just how really well done and thoughtful the percussion is. It's not super deep percussion, but it's very... Um, like slow jazz kind of stuff. It's a lot of like rushes on a snare, uh, a lot, lot of you know quick hits and whatnot that it really just tie this whole thing together. Uh, and you don't hear it because it's so low in the mix unless you're really listening for it. But when you when you pay attention to it, it is doing its job so incredibly well that it, it blends in so perfectly. Uh, it's it's just great, and it's one of those tunes that just makes me. So, like, just sit back and smile every time I hear it. It's really, really nice. Uh, it's perfect for exuding the feeling of peace that it's supposed to be uh, setting forth. You know, not necessarily peace per se, because this is you listening to Toad say over and over again, like, Bowser's got the princess, you better go get her, and, you know, I can't believe he's doing this again, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's, ah, it's wonderful. How'd you like this one? I mean, yeah, pretty much everything you just said. Um, it's it's kind of hard not to listen to this uh, track and uh, not smile like a grinning idiot. Um, hmm. I, it's it's <laughs> it's a combination of like what could arguably be the two most iconic um, pieces of Mario music in the entire franchise, and if slapped together, and I, I don't mean to use the word slap because that would imply that there was no careful consideration. They're, they're wonderfully executed in an orchestrated marriage, and and its instrumentation just lends itself, if not heightens, how well that marriage comes together. It's mm. such it's such a wonderfully constructed uh, track, and yeah, the accordion kind of little fluty, pipey. You know, I don't I'm, I can't put my finger on what it exactly is. Yeah. Um, just just perfect, and yeah. The percussion, real gentle, real light, non-intrusive. Like no need for it. There's no need for it. It just the song sings. It does. That's very perfectly said. The song sings. It really does. It's it's like that idea of um, how people are able to uh, make music with real crystal glasses by wetting their fingers. You know, you do it just right, and it just comes together. And this is that thing where it's like careful consideration perfect timing and and practice just oh like an arrow right in the bullseye (laughs) (laughs) well like i said there's nothing but bullseyes on this soundtrack so let's keep this let's keep it going uh over to the map music this is this is one of those songs that i feel is one of the unsung heroes of mario rpg because it's consistent throughout the game you're always hitting the map for a few seconds between each area and it's such a delightful old tune so let's give they listened to Where Am I Going? Enjoy. <laughs> So with the map music in this game is you're not re- you're never on the map for a very long time because it's not like the Super Mario World map. It's very much like point A, point B, and Mario like zips from from dot to dot. So you really only hear this for a couple seconds at a time. Hence, it's it's such a short track. But 
again, with it being very effective at what it is, the uh, kind of like muted flute they got going on there and the, the very deep strings in the background and the, uh, the I don't know, like the big deep chime that, that's happening in yeah, there. Yeah, there's like a nice bell sound of some sort, yeah. I, exactly. It's it it's such a, a perfect little piece of uh, adventure with a just a slight dash of mystery, you know? Like, it, ne- it ne- never feels truly dangerous, it just kind of feels like uh, a little bit of Lost in the Woods, not Frozen 2 Lost in the Woods, uh, but, <laughs> which is a great song, don't get me wrong. Oh, you're my only landmark, so I'm lost in the woods. Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2 is amazing, but uh, <laughs> not not the feeling that I'm, that I'm talking about here. I, I, I love it. I love it. Um. I, it's, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that little bell chime sound effect because obviously uh, the major melodies kind of over, I don't want to say overpower, but they're definitely more dynamic uh, in the forefront of the track. Um, and even with some of those major melodies, there's some uh, delay on it to give it kind of a echo, you know, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then, of course, my brain wandered and I was like, what would that sound like without it? Probably not as good. Cool. Let's keep going. But then I, I was really picking, you know, we only listened to, what, uh, 30, 35 seconds of it. So I really was dissecting what I was listening to, and then I noticed those bells. And I was like, holy hell, there's, like, this little melody in there. And then I just, like, laser-focused on it, and I sat there, and I just really listened to it. I was like, wow, does anybody else hear it? Like, I, I don't know why I thought, like, nobody else was hearing this. And well, I'm like, li- Again, it's kind of like the drums in the previous track. It's so well-integrated in the song that it's almost unnoticeable, but once you notice that it's there, you realize that it's what's making the song. Like if that wasn't there, it would be very noticeable that it wasn't, but right. it's so well integrated. It just sounds so flawless. Yeah. And also, I love the panning, uh, that it's gone yes. left to right the whole time. That's really cool. Oh yeah. I, this is, this is the period now where they're really messing with the, um, the three, three dimensions of, you know, 360 of, of spatial sound and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like, but, but yeah, that bells, those bells really like stood out to me and I'm, I'm listening to these things and before I know it, it's over and I'm like, oh, it's just really, oh, okay, well, thanks. <laughs> it's really good. I love, I love that track too. Again, you're right. You're on the menu, or excuse me, you're on the map all of 10 seconds, maybe, you know, and it's, it's just, uh, I, I've grown now as a gamer, kind of a side note, but ties in um, menus and map screens and pause menus and stuff like that. I'll sit on them a little bit longer now just to kind of hear some stuff out, uh, you know, because sometimes there are full on songs there that you never get to hear just oh, yeah. because you're a gamer and you're just like, OK, next level. Let's keep going, you know, mm. and and you miss some stuff. So now I've been taking extra couple seconds with each little bit to see like oh is it a loop okay i've heard the loop then wait is this going to another so okay well then where's this go oh okay cool you know very just a weird weird side effect of this show i suppose <laughs> at least i don't need pills well that's that's certainly something <laughs> 
Well, let's keep it going then. Uh, this is probably my most listened to song on this soundtrack. This is a uh, this is kind of like the first area of the game, uh, like one of the first playable. Like there's you know random encounters and stuff. Not that they're really random. It's kind of like Chrono Trigger where they're all over the place and you see the Goombas and you jump on them and that brings you into a battle. Uh, it's just this wonderfully perfect. Uh, picturesque summer, summer, spring day, green trees, uh, blue skies, music uh, that is really, really good at putting me at peace. And I, I, it's, it does some really, really interesting things that I don't hear songs do in general. And I, I love it with all of my heart and, and yours as well. So let's go ahead and listen to The Road is Full of Dangers. Enjoy. feel uh, really washes over me when I listen to this song is that um, that one long note that kind of stretches out comes in quiet and then uh, it just keeps getting louder mm-hmm. there's something just incredibly it, it's like a musical blanket it just just slowly gets pulled over you're like with this this wonderful feeling of calm and it's it's so good but you start with just the, the it's very percussive you know with the the vi- vibraphone or xylophone or whatever they're playing those kind of bells that are making up the main melody mm-hmm. and then the uh, the percussion kind of kicks in with these like claps going on in the background just where it's like you have these regular kind of drum sounds and now it's like they're being augmented with these claps uh, but I think what really kills me is when the acoustic guitar comes in because it's it reminds me, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is effectively the same sound, but the uh, if you go back to Mario Paint, the uh, acoustic guitar sound in that, which is the yes. airplane, it sounds very much like a you know acoustic guitar, like just one single string being plucked. Now, it, obviously, it's uh, it's that same thing being you know pitched in different directions to make it sound like it's playing different notes, but it's done so effectively in here especially when it gets to the part where it is playing chords and 
knowing the limitations of what what she was doing with these channels, but still making it sound like somebody is strumming an acoustic guitar is so cool. Uh, this song is a freaking masterpiece, man. It's really one of my favorite tracks uh, that we're going to listen to in either one of these episodes because I just think it's this wonderful, perfect... And I, I've talked about this loads of times on the show. These these are the kinds of songs that remind me so much of my favorite time playing games, which is, you know, summer days with the windows open. Amen. And, you know, all my friends are outside playing, and I'm inside playing wow. Mario RPG, and <laughs> I'm as happy as I've ever been because it's there's just something magical about that feeling of a beautiful day outside and the windows open and just enjoying a video game inside where you can see it not on a portable screen where the sun is in your way oh. it's uh it's it's wonderful the song is a freaking wonder to me um there's nothing i can say that will add uh, i can only take away from what you've said and i don't want to do that um uh, all jokes but aside. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'll try my best. No, <laughs> no. Um, absolutely, everything that you just said about this is 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 bullseye spot on. You know, to steal from before. Um, just another great piece of music that that sits in the Mario universe. And again, I feel like it goes back to what we were talking about before. Like you made the joke, like what does the princess do? You know, on her day off, or what does Mario ha- Mario's house look like? It's like, well, what does the rest of the universe sound like? Because, um, you know, we have a plethora of music prior to this game, but then when, you know, you start introducing new areas, new characters, new themes and stuff, obviously you have to invent new music. And so this is just more music that it just it just sits so well with the pantheon of of mario music like and yeah i i, I could totally hear you uh hear what you're saying about like you throw it on and like whatever's happening it just kind of washes away and now you're just like i feel like i'm in a field of flowers that have smiles on their face and everyone is rhythmically moving left and right and the sun is sh- uh, shining and smiling because it too has a face <laughs> I might be on acid, or I might be playing Mario <laughs> RPG. I'm not too sure, but I like it either way, you know. So, so yeah, like again, like we're just listening to great music, and and there's not much else to say other than it's great music. Like we're preaching to the choir, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. We're yeah. telling you guys this music is great. Meanwhile, you've been bugging us, you know, for you how you just heard this music. You've been listening to it for years. You yeah. know it's great. Yeah. <laughs> So here we go. Next one, please. Here we go. Next one. This song is another marvel because you hear it so much in this game and I never once got sick of it, which is a very important thing in RPGs. If your basic battle music isn't fantastic, it's going to get grating. And this is this ranks up there as some of the absolute top of the line highest honors of great regular battle music I've ever heard in an RPG. I freaking adore this song, and uh, it's really fun to pick apart and really listen to all the pieces of it, because uh, there are some really cool instrument choices that make this sound, this whole soundtrack, it has a very unique sound quality to it, and this song in particular really hits all of the right notes. So here is Fight Against Monsters. Enjoy. You have no choice. It's that good. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
can hear all the game sound effects as I'm listening to it. I can't not hear all the sound effects of all the, the using the mushrooms and the fireballs and the little icon sounds and like little things that show up when you use music. I can't not hear all of it. And oh, I could just keep listening to this song. And you do a lot. Battles oh, yes, go on do. for a while when you're playing this game sometimes. And it's always so fine because it's... Oh my god, there's something about that second chunk of it where uh, the that kind of... When that part is going on and it's very kind of deep. So you've got the... Um, Jeez, I don't know. It's like almost like a really deep horn sound that's mm-hmm. playing it at the same time, an octave below this kind of like synthesizer thing. Because what's also so wonderful about this is it really is pulling from the roots of what Mario was up to this point. You know, this is before, uh, this is so far before things like Galaxy or anything like that where they're using these fully orchestrated soundtracks. So it's got all this very. 8-bit chiptune influence things like the entire time you've got those kind of like really high-pitched bleeps and bloops kind of happening in the background they're <laughs> they're not exact nes sounds coming out of the system or anything but they're very much inspired by that and meant to invoke that feeling of this is just a, such a very video gamey song but it's so freaking pleasant it's so good it's the whole time i was listening to it i'm just smiling like a goofus and bouncing up and down in my chair because I'm <laughs> I'm alone in my basement somewhere in the middle of New Jersey so who the hell cares what I'm doing while I'm down here but seriously this song just, oh, it just it not just fills me with nostalgia it's the same feeling I got every time I'd get into a fight in this game I'd just be like I can't not tap my toes this song is so freaking good and it, the way that it layers on top of itself and repeats and you know, when it drops back down to that little, you know, it pulls everything back, gives you a little kind of like, you know, it just kind of like turns real cute for a second. And then you've also got that recurring theme in the drums of the drum roll, which is like, I, I mean, I don't even know, like, I don't even know how you come up with that. Like, this is how we're going to start every battle with a freaking drum roll. And it like, it gives you this very stage presentation, like, and ta-da, fight. It's so good. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's, it, um, I'm, I, I'm out. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, that, that just happens. Um, I want to listen to it again. <laughs> hey, man, your show. I will after the show. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, everything that you just said times two. I mean, yeah, what what game what game has the, I don't know, the nerve, the audacity to start a fight with a drum roll? <laughs> you know, like, who does that? Mario. That's who does it. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I can't see it or hear it any other way. Right, it's um, so happy for battle music, right? You yeah. think of all the battle music of Final Fantasy games and Dragon Quest and, and even Chrono Trigger, and it's, like, very invigorating and, all right, let's go, let's go get him. And this is just like, woo, have a good time. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Um, well, I, you know, I think that's part and parcel to the, the Nintendo uh, form of entertainment. You know, they I always say the wholesome Nintendo entertainment, the, the family entertainment. I, you know, if you really go back, I don't know that there's a lot of uh, really kind of dark music. One would argue, oh, this is dark, but in the context, it's dark, sure, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not dark at all. Yeah. So I find it very hard to uh, imagine a really dark track for a Mario game, unless that game, you know, 
was made by I don't know who and Rockstar maybe I don't know <laughs> and and you know put out as as a gritty game. That aside, now everyone's like, what would that game be like? That aside, um, you're right. Battle music, you know, in things like Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, they're epic. We're fighting. You know, crescendos and cymbal crashes and stuff. And then you get Mario and it's like, this is Mario fight music. Because for all intents and purposes, Mario's never had a fight this way. All of yeah. his fights were the side-scrolling you know shoot fire on their heads and right stuff. yeah and granted that's incorporated into this your most moves yes. are jumping one up but there's also like he goes up and punches them or thwacks them with a hammer and stuff and ah uh, this game's so freaking brilliant it's so genius every single time you look at it it's like this peeling back this onion of brilliance it's just like oh look another layer of awesome i didn't know was there but i should have known there because it's an onion it's all it's made of is layers but uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no crying in Mario. Uh, there is if you're cutting onions. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so that song's wonderful, and so's the next song. They're all wonderful, guys. They're all wonderful. Spoiler uh, alert: This is this is uh, when you make it to the the the, the castle town. Uh, Hello, Happy Kingdom is the name of the track, and it's a it's a freaking delight. And you heard some of it in the overture. This is one of the songs that they referenced. Uh, in the overture from the very beginning, and it's 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 good, it's good, it's good. Sorry. It's, uh, hello, hello, happy kingdom. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
This song is regal as all heck. <laughs> it's all, like goofy regal, too. I in all it. its polka glory. Right? It's like a polka parade of regal... Like, this is a cartoon kingdom castle song if i ever heard one you know oh hands down it's so good and especially when all everything comes in yeah you got the it's it's all just like blah 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 blah, doing the thing and then like everything comes in and it's so it crescendos into this beautiful masterpiece of flutes and bouncing and you're just like man this is cool (laughs) this is cool because, yeah, when have you ever visited a peaceful kingdom in a Mario game before? You haven't. True story. And you're just walk, you're walking around, going to shops, and seeing what the, what the toad people are up to. It's, and this is it's fantastic. It's perfect. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I made kind of the, the observation slash joke about it being polka. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, I think polka music is the butt of a lot of jokes, especially if anyone remembers John Candy's character in Home Alone. Um, but, you know, like anything, when done right, it really is like a banger. And like, you know, you don't think of polka music as being a banger, but this track, like, it kicks, man. Like, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's, it's certainly a cartoon kingdom in some, you know, animated, uh, universe or whatever, but that's exactly what you're doing. You're in an animated universe and it just happens to be Mario Brothers. You know, and you can't, I can't think of another track that, you know, does this as well as this does this, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So, there, put that in your pipe and smoke it. There it is. That's it. Mic drop. Did it. Mic drop. (laughs) That's it. I'm out. Well, uh, I think then we have to move on. Yes. the next track yes uh which is another cool track and i love the title because it's called still the road is full of dangers <laughs> <laughs> see and that's the thing when that's another thing about this like at the same time like everyone's having fun even the guys who created this stuff is like the road's still full of dangers great name let's name it that okay cool got yeah. it you know <laughs> well the road we all called the other one the road is full of dangers but this is kind of like a still the road is full of dangers let's go Go with it. I love it. Yeah. So, so this is the part of the game where, um, oh, what the heck's that purple dinosaur in the red top hat's name? He steals Mallow's frog coins, uh, and you go after to chase him. So this is very chasey song. This <laughs> is such a cartoon chase music. I love it. Oh, it's so good. So here it is. Still, the road is full of dangers. Enjoy. Thank you. 
chase a bad guy? Because that's what that makes me want to do. It makes me want to chase a bad guy. It makes me want to chase a bad guy in a top hat. <laughs> I could be wearing it. He could be wearing it. Whatever. Top hat. Let's do it. And that's the thing. He's wearing a top hat. You're chasing a bad guy in a top hat with this song. It's like it's like somebody said, Yoko Shimomura, there's a section of the game where you're chasing a bad guy in a top hat. And Say no said, more. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> I totally see that conversation right now. It's like, yep, I got it. Get out of my office. <laughs> it's it's so good. I, I don't even really have any. Nah, there's not. I mean, there's the part where it um, like I feel like this is one of those songs that could have resolved quicker, right? It could have yeah. just rested on being the like it could have just rested on being that song mm-hmm. but there's that kind of like secondary part of it that happens later where it um kind of becomes a little bit less staccato and really fills in for a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, then it kind of does the, the downward scales to cat wrap back around to uh, the, the primary melody and it's it, it's such a delightful little extra mile. It's just like you said before, how if a game has a, a, a overture, then you know that they put the love into this. Yeah. And all those kinds of little details where, like, I could finish this song. This is where the loop could go, but it'll be better if I add these extra five or six seconds because it's just going to make it sound so much more right. And that she went through the, she went that extra mile on every piece of the soundtrack. Yeah. Every ounce of it is just really, really put together with love. So thumbs up yeah absolutely i mean could have said it better myself mm. well unfortunately that brings us to the last song of the night where we're halfway done we're halfway there that blew by really quickly it did didn't it like mm. but you know sorry guys <laughs> sorry there's there's plenty to go we're gonna hit most of them uh and this <laughs> is uh we're, we're we're going out on a real killer here this is um this is the, I guess you would call it mini boss music. Hmm. This is this is. Yeah. I got nothing, man. Just let, let let's let it speak for itself. Exactly. This is called "Fight Against a Somewhat Stronger Monster." Enjoy. If there's if there's one word that sums up how awesome the song is, it's percussion. 
But this thing that really holds this together, the thing that really ties this whole thing together and makes it absolute just coolness personified is the freaking tambourine. (laughs) I did not expect that. Tambourine (laughs) makes this song. It's uh, like other things we talked about in this episode. It's the thing that's in the background that you don't even really notice it's there because it's, it is glue. You're not supposed to see it, but it is making everything work. You start this song off and it's, it just kicks off with that great percussion, right? That real deep, like doom, 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 doom. And that keeps going through the whole song. But like just a couple of measures in, the tambourine starts just the whole time. It's not a shaker. It's a freaking tambourine. And it just runs through almost the whole song, and it stops and starts at just these perfect, precise moments to really add this layer of cool and consistent to the entire track. And it's... Because everything about this thing is cool, except maybe the slightly dated little DJ... Record scratch, yeah. Record scratch. That's my one gripe. That's the one thing that holds that holds this back. It was super cool back in what was it ninety five when this came out. That was cool as heck, but yeah. Yeah, it feels so a little much. dated now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside <laughs> of that, though, everything about this track oozes cool, and the reason it works so well is the percussion, specifically that tambourine. And I will <laughs> die on that hill. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah, you will, man. Um, it's it's funny. Like we're kind of cracking on what you're saying, but. You're not wrong. I mean, when something um, when something is just right, it's just effing right, and it just makes sense. And, like, something as simple as putting a tambourine into, you know, a video game track, something that, you know, some people don't even give a second thought, is can, can very easily be, like, the linchpin of the whole track. Pull, pull the tambourine. Does it, is it the same track? I don't know. I, I definitely not. Mm. It's not as cool. Because it would be missing that driving force. And that's because this is boss music. And boss music is so freaking important. Because Mm -hmm. it's got to be more intense than your regular battles. Mm -hmm. But because this is a mini boss, there still has to be somewhere to go. Yes. And what that tambourine does is it gives you that that constant cadence. Because this is a turn-based RPG. There's not a lot of time-sensitive stuff going on. You don't have to be like, oh no, I can sit here and think about this move forever. Because they're... The computer's not going to go until I make my move. Right. So there's always that layer of laid-backness to it, you know what I mean? But No, no it, sense of urgency. Exactly. There, There is a, a, a certain lack of urgency. Now, with these games being, at, this game in particular, being as active as it is, there is definitely a sense of urgency when it comes down to, like, I need to block whatever this attack is going to be, so I need to pay attention Correct. to where where does it hit, when exactly does it hit... And then you know, make my button press just in time to to block it and save myself some damage. So there's there's always that layer of activity going on, but that this is a mini boss battle that it it kind of takes it down a notch as far as like overall uh, tempo, but like the speed of it is a little bit lower I think than the regular fight against monsters. But the intensity is ratcheted up because it's so much more percussive you know those those timpani drums that are going on or timpanis or, or toms or whatever it is that those are supposed to be the the big deep drums that are carrying the base of this song uh they they add this level of um power to it and it's it's extremely effective of just being this oh okay 
now I'm fighting a Hammer Brother. I was jumping on Koopa Troopas before, but now I'm fighting the Hammer Brothers. And that's what this kind of, I think that's the first time you encounter this song is when you do that first battle against the Hammer Brothers where you get the hammer. And it's so good at being that. And this song is so good. I freaking love it. <laughs> Sometimes when you 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 get so worked up over something and then you end <laughs> so abruptly, it absolutely tickles me because I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna sit back and let him let him go, and then you end so abruptly, I'm like, wait, but huh? Because <laughs> I realized I've talked myself out. I've just talked myself out of words. Like I just, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, I get it. I totally get it. I've, I've been doing this long <laughs> enough with you now. I get it. Um, <laughs> no, but you're you're absolutely right. Um, you know, like a good book or a good movie or something, uh, you build towards something. You build towards the climax. You build towards the big plot twist, whatever it is. And just like with the music, you do the exact same thing. You're right. Um, you know, you go back to the regular uh, run-of-the-mill for lack of a better term, vanilla fight music. It's anything but vanilla. But you go to that fight music and, you know, we, we gushed over, we talked about its place. Uh, you get these mini boss fights. You're right. They need to be a little more intense. They need to have a bit of a sense of urgency. They need to explain to the player that this is a little more intensive than what you've been doing normally without scaring the ever-loving ish out of them. But then you're right. If it's just a mini boss, what's the big bad going to be like? What are the bigger bosses going to sound like? So, yes, you're absolutely right. It's like a, a staircase build, you know, stepping forward, stepping forward and up and on. And, and you build and build and build. And this is I personally think this is a great example of how to build upon the um, intensity, I guess, of the fight sequences, so to speak. Um, and I... Example is the word I'd use, but I would say it's like textbook, personally. I think the way it's done is just like a textbook uh, orchestration, composition, instrumentation, just soup to nuts, boom. Boom, indeed. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, and boom goes this episode, because that's going to be it. That's our show. I could listen to this music all night. You just... I have a feeling you might. Anyway, uh, join us next time when Matt and I will be concluding our Super Mario RPG coverage with another episode chock full of absolutely amazing, fun music, including my favorite song on the soundtrack. Mm. Which is... uh, It's a bit of a dark horse because I don't feel like people talk about this song very often. When you think of the Super Mario RPG soundtrack, there's one or two songs that I feel always get brought up like, well, that's the song that I like the most. That's the best song on the soundtrack. My favorite song on the soundtrack is a different one. You're just going to have to tune in next time to find out what it is. Unless, of course, he revealed it on our Facebook page, in which case, shut up. You could just ask me and I'll probably tell you. (laughs) (laughs) That too. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on the games we discussed here today, and you can do so on the Waveback Forum page on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find more information on our next games as well as a nice community place to talk about them. Or you could also hit us up on our Discord channel. We're part of the Geekade Discord channel, and there's a Waveback page in there where we like to have lots of chats about video game music and share links of super cool things and come by and say hi and all that jazz. Of course, you can still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all all of our social media channels which you should totally follow like and subscribe to if you haven't already and be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com 
We're going to leave you with a pretty weird track, but one that's super cool nonetheless. The song we're finishing off with is Fight Against Culex. Uh, I didn't want to necessarily do this one in the first episode, because this happens very late in the game, uh, but because of the nature of the song, it seems like a weird one to discuss on the same level as the rest of the Mario RPG soundtrack, because this really isn't a Mario RPG song. Uh, so I w- figured uh, I wanted it to be a part of the episode. It was also uh, requested by Snazms on Discord uh, as a super cool song to talk about, and I agreed. I just didn't really know where to put it because it is so far removed from everything else on the soundtrack. Uh, so we're going to put it here as the uh, the bridge between episodes. <laughs> Late in the game, you encounter a Final Fantasy-style character named Culex, who challenges you to a battle. Or you can encounter this this person. This is an optional battle in the game. When you fight him, the music is 100% fewer, pure Final Fantasy, literally. Uh, and this particular song, when you battle Culex, is an arrangement of the boss music from Final Fantasy IV. Uh, again... I thought this would make for a pretty cool episode break, so uh, give it a listen. It's a lot of fun. It's Final Fantasy music being played with Super Mario RPG instruments, so uh, (laughs) it's very enjoyable. And we'll see you back in a couple of weeks for more Mario RPG. Thanks, everybody, and good night. (laughs) 